Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hey, folks, welcome to the Heart of the Athlete here on KBXL 94.1 FM. I'm Ken Lewis on staff with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in the state of Idaho. And with me today is my good friend who's also on staff with FCA, Coach Ryan Seals. Ryan, welcome to Heart of the Athlete. Hey, Ken. Thanks for uh, having me on today. It's been a little while. It has, yeah. It's, it's It seems like last spring, maybe late last spring, we, we had you on. Is that right? Man, that's a great question. Um, I was actually thinking maybe last fall, but you you might be right. We might have done something like five or six months ago or so. Yeah. Well, hey, folks, Ryan's been uh, – you've been on staff for how long, Ryan? I think September 1st, Ken. I think we're starting year number nine. It's hard to believe. Wow. That's awesome. Well, folks, uh, Ryan was a, a football coach and a basketball coach and also a tennis coach over at Vail High School and a math teacher. Right, Ryan? You know, yeah, I, I was, Ken. I, I never thought I would actually enjoy teaching math of all things like I did – because I, I thought, man, PE was it. You get to get in there, play games with kids. But, man, I found quickly that PE teacher is not quite all what you think it's going to be. So math teacher for me kind of became it. I loved it. Oh, that's great. Well, <laughs> I remember it was about 10 years ago that you had contacted me. And, of course, you'd led the huddle there for uh, for several years at, at Vail, helped get that started. And you were the huddle coach, the advisor there. And um, – and then you approached me about uh, coming on staff with SCA and it's been a great journey. And I just appreciate your, it's, it's just been so fun to partner with you and so many different things throughout the course of the year and the years. And uh, so excited to see how, how you have uh, continued to grow the ministry over there and in Western Idaho and Eastern Oregon, those border towns. And I know your area Tell the folks, Ryan, how far, because you've got a large area, right? Over, if we're talking the border towns of Idaho, and that kind of goes up a little north, and then also west in, in Oregon, tell the folks the, the area that you serve. Well, Ken, thank you. I appreciate all of those kind words. And it's just been so fun to be here for that long. And, and for you, I mean, I know you've been on here for like 18 or 19 years or so. And just seeing, I mean, I've seen firsthand the growth of FCA throughout the entire Valley and just seeing what God has done year after year at our camps and events, our huddles, uh, has just been amazing. And, um, man, yeah, come, uh, when it comes to my area that I serve here, Ken, you know, we, we cover these Oregon and Idaho border towns. We go as far West in Oregon as about union County. So that LaGrande area, Imbler union cove through Baker city, and then we'll go up north, you know, Midvale, Council, Cambridge. Uh, we actually are starting, uh, we, we've got a young lady that came to camp the last couple of years, but this year for her senior project, she wants to start an FCA huddle, which is which is really exciting. So I've been going up there a little bit, getting them kind of getting launched in Midvale. So that's that's fun. And then also, you know, we, we go into your side, it's about as far as Parma. And then, you know, south, we'll go uh, as far as Jordan Valley. And, 
you know, it, it, every year there's usually one or two or three new huddles that pop up from somewhere. And so it's just going to be uh, fun to see what, what God's going to do again this year. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, you're right. It's all glory to God and it's his leading. And um, so well, we're excited and excited to see the new year. Here we are early September. And um, I know we want to talk about uh, campus ministry and fields of faith and some of the events coming up this fall, but I want to take a, a moment here to take a step back into the summer, Ryan, and you were able to add to, you had a, a tennis and, and golf camp last year, and then um, you were able to add to that some some other youth camps. You had five youth camps over in the Fruitland, Ontario, Payette area Man, just so, so wonderful to see all those kids. I, I got to all of those except the functional fitness and the archery. But why don't you tell us about those five camps and um, just uh, the impact that you saw from those youth camps? And Yeah, you know, it's it's God that kind of breathes life into our ideas that, you know, we get in our heads sometimes. And for me, it was just trying to find things in our local community here that, you know, we just don't see a lot of. And, and when it comes to the sports realm, you know, we, we have a lot of people around here that do youth volleyball camps, youth basketball camps. So tennis and golf kind of started from like, man, there's just not a lot of youth tennis or golf, like lifetime sports that go on, right? They're, maybe they're not as popular or maybe they're harder for kids to pick up, right? Than just going down and picking up a basketball. Right. So that's kind of where the, the, the tennis and golf started from. And then from there, you know, this last year, you know, it's just trying to find, okay, God, like what else I think we can kind of add to this. And so knowing that we had started functional fitness at our big camp in Nampa, Ken, I thought, man, we got an awesome gym here in Fruitland. I know I've got some people on my board, Kenneth and Nikki Enders that I know are CrossFit people. They've, they used to own their own CrossFit gym. I think we can do this. And that was, that was great. We had a, we had a great first functional fitness youth camp here. Um, right after uh, Memorial Day in May. Uh, and then, you know, we, we also added the archery with uh, Coach Bill Barr that you know really well. And he just did a great job. He came out here to Fruitland, to Mesa Park. And again, another lifetime sport, something that you just don't see youth archery camps around. So just to try to find things that aren't already available that we can get, man, more kids into play. And as you know, our area here can... We have a lot of hunters, a lot of fishers. I mean, that's just, I think, an area that's really untapped. And I think we can do a lot more with that in the future. Yeah. Amen. I know, Bill, you mentioned Bill. Bill's going to start doing a um, two-week, kind of a two to three days a week for two weeks in a row clinics, I think the third and fourth weeks of the month. And um, we've got a, a, a local church over here, actually south of Nampa, Beaumont Community Church. We're excited to partner with them and they're going to let us use their facility there. And to, like you said, you know, grow this, uh, this opportunity to minister to kids that are involved in archery, which you and I found out about a year ago that, man, there's more kids involved in archery than little league baseball mm. across the country. Pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, That's crazy. Well, you also had a football camp back in May, in the middle of the month of May, kind of early on in May. Um, tell the folks a little bit about that. That was a special opportunity kind of with one of your relatives, right? Yeah, you know, that I, I was so happy that we were able to do that this last year. That was something that was probably in the works for a year and a half or so. 
my cousin, uh, who is a former Boise State football player, tight end, was drafted uh, to the Washington Commanders back in 2021, right in the heart of COVID. And uh, John Bates, man, he he is just a great, great young man. Just has an amazing heart. I've, I've obviously grown up, grown up with him and the family for, you know, since he was, yeah, I mean, and just uh, to be able to plant that seed with him a long time ago and then to have it kind of bear fruit. So in early May, we were able to get him back to Ontario, which is kind of where his his grandpa was principal there for a long time. And then his dad was a teacher. He personally had more roots like in Fruitland. I think John went to Fruitland Elementary School, grew up there, and then ended up going to Nyssa High School before we transferred to Western Oregon and finished his high school career in Lebanon. But to get him to come and and serve those 60 kids that we had uh, was was so much fun. We had a great, you know, coaching staff that came wow. from all over the Treasure Valley, from Nyssa and Weezer and Ontario and Cole Valley. We had Cole Valley's head football coach. Uh, Mark Moreno was able to come join us, which was awesome. And it was just a great morning. It was just a one-day camp, Ken. Um, so, man, we're, we're praying that we can just get him in there and just slot that. I, I think that'll be another thing that we can continue to grow and and then do some fun things with. Yeah. Well, I know just I got to spend a little time with him that day and then the the evening before at your house. And I know you had a little social time with uh, a bunch of uh, the coaches and the volunteers with him. And um, I know he he seemed so humble and so just very gracious and um, to be able to come back and to pour into that community and uh, and to pour into those kids. And and like you said, man, we had some, you know, uh, great coach, a great coaching staff, and um, yeah, Mark Thornton, who's on our board here and helps minister to the team at Boise State. He came over and shared the gospel. Man, it was just a great, it was a great day, great camp. Well, great, great. Yeah, job, you know, I, I'm excited. Can I? I better add this in that we're actually gonna um, next weekend, uh, the weekend of uh, September 16th, 17th. We're going to fly to Denver and watch his commanders take on the Broncos, which will be fun. He's going to autograph some uh, jerseys for us to be able to auction off for for uh, FCA in our coming events. So that that's going to be fun. Yeah, that's exciting. Well, we appreciate the, these former athletes that God uses to uh, help expand his kingdom and share the gospel. And uh, it's exciting. Well, gosh, yeah. football, functional fitness. And by the way, functional fitness, folks, that's kind of the the new term used for kind of that CrossFit, like Ryan was talking about. And then the tennis and golf youth camp and then the archery camp. Man, so are, are, what, what are your plans going forward to maintain those five? Or do you, do you want to do – and when we say youth, what was the youngest age of kids that could come to those uh, up to what age? This you know, past- I think we did – yeah, great question, Ken. I think we um, – Ended up going as young as about eight and then up through, you know, middle school. So like 13, maybe 14. Again, just because we want to get that younger group in just because there's not as many camps for the younger kids. There's a lot of more camps for like middle school age kids. Right. So to be able to draw on some younger kids, I thought was would would be good. Just plant those seeds. Right. Sharing the gospel. Just seeing what God does in these little kids hearts. Yeah, that's awesome. 
And then, uh, of course, you you worked really hard as well at the at the at the Northwest FCA Sport Camp, which we had this year. We had a, we had 500 athletes, uh, middle school and high school athletes at that one the last week of June there at NNU. And uh, you were our facility and transportation that uh, director, and and you, that was under your oversight. And uh, and thank you for all your hard work from that. What was a what were a couple highlights from from that camp in your mind, either with coaches or athletes. And, and by the way, we, we said we had 500 athletes at that one. We had also 84 college athletes that were, were huddle leaders. And then, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of about 60, 70 coaches and then a bunch of family members. But what were some highlights for you at that, at that camp at the end of the month of June? Man, I would say one that sticks out is, you know, just right there kind of at the start of camp, getting to have uh, Daniel Gill, who is a uh, professional ninja warrior. If you guys have seen that show, I know that airs on NBC. I can't remember the evening that it plays on, but he's been a um, competitor on that show for many years now. So just to kind of hear from him the first couple nights at camp, I know was a highlight. And then getting to see a little bit at our – you know, our, our morning workout session, I think that Tuesday morning, getting to see him do a little bit of that, kind of what he does on the TV show was a lot of fun. That that stuck out to me, Ken. And then um, I, I think for me, another highlight every year is just getting to talk to people that come to camp for the first time. So, like, we get a coach, you know, that comes in for the first time. It's their first experience at camp, and they're just like, oh, my word. Man, I, I needed this, Ryan. Like, this, this is something I've got to come back to. And just getting to walk alongside of them at their first experience, kid and coach, is both really special. Yeah. Hey, man, that is good. Well, folks, if you're just joining us here today on Heart of the Athlete and visiting with uh, FCA uh, Area Director for the West Treasure Valley, Ryan Seals, former coach and teacher at Vail High School. And, and Ryan, before we move on to a couple of the things, we want to talk about some campus ministry here. But before we move on to that, which is kind of a good segue for this, is our, our theme this year is, is greater. FCA theme is greater that started in January, taken from John 3.30. He must increase, but we must decrease. And, you know, FCA has made this shift where we start it in January and it goes all the way through the spring and summer. It's our camp theme. And then we got four months to help our huddles maybe you know, go revisit some of this greater content, but what about the greater theme? Has the Lord impacted you or impressed upon you greater theme? You know, I I think it's that to me, it comes down to that, that Bible verse really talks about that, that spirit of humility, right? He must increase and we must decrease, you know, making sure that we remember that, you know, God is what's important. And so often, right, we have that backwards where, man, we, we live our lives so often to where we are the most important thing instead of putting God there. And, you know, I was actually at a huddle and I just briefly kind of reminded the kids, you know, of our, our greater theme. And I, and I just shared again that that spirit of humility, you know, just being humble and what that means to be a humble athlete, a humble student and you know, what God would want to say to us and when, when it comes to that. So I think just Ken, that, that spirit of humility is really kind of what it comes down to for me. Yeah, that's, that's so good. I, I agree. And I, I think that reminds me of Matthew when Jesus is talking about seeking first the kingdom of God 
and all mm. his righteousness. It's his righteousness, not ours. It's not anything that we can do. And then, um, you know, like you said, we get it. We humans get that. We get it reversed often. Mm. We're seeking other stuff of life. And then, and then we kind of come around later. And, and so, I mean, you know, Jesus has encouraged us to seek first him. So that's so good. Mm. That's so good. Yeah. Well, amen. Yeah. Well, you mentioned, we talked about huddles and some of the huddles uh, earlier. Um, and it's, it's exciting time. Cause we get to, with FCA staff, we, we have kids that are athlete student athlete leaders on campus that lead the FCA huddles. It's, it's a club on campus. And um, this is an exciting time. I know uh, we've got a, a training here in Boise tomorrow afternoon over at Engage Boise. Shout out to uh, John Heisel, uh, who is the pastor over there, Assembly God Church in East Boise, and they're hosting us tomorrow. But you've been doing some of these huddle leader trainings and both for the student athlete leaders and for the coaches, the, the advisors. And tell the folks a little bit about, you know, what goes on in these trainings and why you get so excited. You and I both, we, you know, cause we, we both were in that role, right. At the, um, in, <laughs> at Vail and CUNA high school, leading, leading a group of leaders and investing in them and them in turn, we're leading the huddle. What gets you excited about this time of the year with that? Ryan? Oh, so Great question, Ken. So much, honestly, like so much gets me excited. My poor wife during football season, right? Actually, my wife loves football too, so she doesn't mind talking lots of football this time of year. But when it comes to these trainings, Ken, we we did two trainings so far. We did one over here in Ontario uh, in late August, and then we did one up in Union County in Grand, and we had just a great turnout. Uh, I think we had about 40 kids from about 10 different schools between these two trainings. And then we've got another training coming up in Payette on Sunday, September 24th to kind of catch some of the other schools that weren't able to make the first one. But we make it a requirement to train up these kids to lead, right? Because it's these kids on campus that lead these huddles and to give them the tools necessary, these discipleship tools just gives them a lot more confidence to be able to lead, to be able to explain to them, Ken, that, you know, you don't have to necessarily be an out in front leading a devotional type of a kid to, to be a leader, right? Like a lot of times people think, oh, you got to be able to step out in front. And yeah, that, that's good. And we need those people too, but there's a lot of leaders that are maybe behind the scenes and then do other things. So just to give other kids confidence, you know, say, hey, we, we need all types of leaders. Um, there's not just one particular type, you know, that we're looking for. So that gets me just excited getting there with the two hours that we about two to two and a half hours is our trainings go for here that that I do. And just kind of seeing the light bulbs can go off and that they just take that baton. Right. It's it's empowering them. And in, in FCA, we talk about that, engage, equip and empower and so we're empowering these guys on their campus to do the work of the ministry. And then when I get to go visit a couple weeks later, like I was in Vail this week, man, the, 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 the leader did a phenomenal job of leading and, and it was awesome. Yeah, that's so fun. And I, and, and you're right, Ryan, it's, it's not where these, these guys or these girls, these, these student athlete leaders have to stand up there and preach a sermon. It's not that it's, no. it's them facilitating great discussions about uh, in God's word and getting the, the, all those kids that attend 
uh, those huddles to get into God's word and see how God's word, how God speaks through the, his, his Bible, the word of God that to, to us in 2023 and how, how God and his word can help us live out our lives and, uh, and help us in our, in our daily lives, not just our, our sport, <laughs> not just in competition or games or practices, mm-hmm. but it's just every aspect of life. And that's, and, and then really showing them the importance of God's word is, is so critical. And so folks, if, if you are sitting here listening to Ryan and getting excited, like I am getting excited, listening to Ryan about, about that opportunity for kids to lead, you know, seventh and eighth graders, even sixth graders, right, Ryan? We've had some sixth grade huddles. Yeah, we have. And, um, you know, even up into the high school, you know, ninth, tenth, you know, uh, junior and senior leaders. And if your school doesn't have a huddle, or maybe your school where your kids go to go to school, they have like two lunches because oftentimes our huddles meet at lunch. Some meet before school typically don't meet after school because kids, these kids are going to practice. And so, but um, please get in touch with us, get in touch with Ryan or I, and we will, we'll get you uh, connected with and get you and either with a huddle on campus or we'll uh, help you recruit a, a, a leadership team. And uh, mm. how, how big is a leadership team usually Ryan? You know, I, I always try to have at least my recommendation. You always want at least two, right? You want, there maybe is one student that wants to do it, but we really encourage them to grab at least one other person, right? It could be male or female, any grade level, uh, you know, starting at that sixth, seventh grade. But I've seen leadership groups like when we were in LeGrand, I, I think they had probably seven or eight leaders and they're all legit leaders, Ken. Right. So it really can just vary, like, you know, to try to have a diverse group of boys and girls because, you know, different kids will bring in the different groups of friends that we want to come. If you just had one or two, that's a pretty small, maybe group of friends that that those two might have. But if you can get five or six and they're drawn in some freshmen and some juniors and some seniors or whatever, right? I, I think that just gives more potential for the huddle to grow. Yeah. And then, and possibly uh, having kids, those leaders from different teams, not just two kids from right. the soccer team, but if you could have, you know, if you had, like you said, if you had three to five leaders where there is, you know, three or four different teams represented. So that would be, yeah. well, Ryan, Hey, we've got one minute left here. I know you've got a big event coming up called fields of faith. And uh, I know we've got a couple's getaway in November and we've got our bowl breakfast in December. What, but why don't you take the next 45 seconds <laughs> and tell the folks a little bit about fields of faith, fields of faith rally that's going on over in your neck of the woods yeah real quick ken it's one of my favorite events of the year we've been doing this in the west church valley for about 10 or 11 years it's going to be ontario high school this year on sunday evening october 8th Uh, field games and snacks food drinks are going to be about 6 p.m and then the event itself will start at about seven it'll run for about an hour and a half and what's unique about fields of faith is it's student-led we have a, a worship band and then we have students that will share a quick little testimony, just telling other students about what God's doing in their life. And then we have a main speaker at the end that shares the gospel. Uh, I think, we, you know, we, we usually get somewhere between three to 500 people that will come to ours. Praise God that he's really blessed this event for us. 
So, man, if anybody wants to come, we'd love to have you come to Ontario uh, Sunday, October 8th. Yeah, that's awesome. And and folks, this all stems from the King Josiah story where King Josiah became king at a very young age and started cleaning out the temple there in Jerusalem, found the first five books of the Bible, and they started reading it uh, to mm-hmm. all the staff and to, uh, to the people in the rest of the country. And eventually... The, the the country the, the kingdom of judah was changed you know by reading god's word and uh so so exciting so exciting mm. well hey ryan man the time has gone by way too fast i've got a whole bunch more things to ask you and talk about we're going to have to reschedule another time <laughs> for part two and uh sounds good ryan thanks for taking time today to be on heart of the athlete thanks ken it was great to be here thanks for listening today If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice.